Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lassiter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode here of Taking It Outside here inside Spring Hill Outfitters. We're excited to bring the second episode in season two. Season two, episode two of Taking It Outside. We are here inside Spring Hill Studios, and you'll see if you were with us last week for the first episode of season two, we had a few upgrades, and you'll see some more, even more upgrades. We have friends that joined us besides these two guys. We have other friends on the wall and on the floor, and we have lights. Every episode, we're just adding a little bit more. We're getting more and more professional. By the time we're on season seven, we may be downtown New York City. We may be flying to New York City to record this podcast which is going to be kind of tough for our schedules. but uh, So, yeah, we're back. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. As always, find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. I'm going to stop naming all of them every episode. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find Taking It Outside. Just search for us, and you'll find us. Uh, Spring Hill Outfitters, all social media platforms. We're everywhere. We're Facebook, and we're Instagram, and we're TikToking. We don't do a whole lot of Twitter anymore, but uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, search for Spring Hill Outfitters. Uh, SpringHillOutfitters.com is still our, I still say, brand new online store where you can shop with us 24-7, wherever you may be, SpringHillOutfitters.com. Thanks to Joel, Joel Gilly Productions for all that he does. Uh, we're going to talk more about Joel here in a little bit, about some exciting events he had happen in his life the last week that I was happy to be a part of. We'll talk more about that in just a little bit. But thanks to Joe. He's awesome. Great uh, great guy. Helps us out behind the scenes every week. I also want to thank uh, Joseph Spears. If you have not heard episode one, make sure you go back and listen to it. Season two, episode one. We kicked off this season with uh, wildlife officer, master wildlife officer Joseph Spears. Had a great talk about turkey hunting and boating and and uh, fishing and all kinds of laws and whatnot around this area. It was a great episode, so make sure you check it out. Thanks to Joseph for joining us on episode one. Now we're on to episode two. Episode one was good, probably the best yet. Episode two is going to be even better. And I say that because we have two very trained podcast professionals here in the studio with us today. One of them you may have seen before. The other one you may have seen on some pictures, but he's making his podcast debut uh, I like to call them the Josh and Josh Show. If ever they ever kick me out of the studio, it's going to be the Josh and Josh Show. But for today, we are happy to have Josh and Josh, two good friends of mine, Spring Hill Outfitters, pro staff members, Josh and Josh, Mr. Joshua Kaiser here, and uh, Mr. Joshua Marks. What's going on, guys? I'm very excited to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. And uh, it's my first time here, so I'm excited. Josh Marks. I'm really hyped up because it's turkey season. Josh Marks joined us last season a few episodes. We're talking about duck hunting in Hyde County. And, and uh, happy to have these guys here today. Good friends of mine, and they agreed to uh, join us today. And uh, the main focus, which you can see here in the middle of the table, you see this hat here. I guess you can see it maybe. The Strut, Strut Masters Championship. So uh, last week, yeah, last weekend, two weeks ago, two, last week, April 9th, last week. Uh, Strut Masters, North Carolina, North Carolina Strut Masters Championship 
was held in North Carolina, and the store is very excited. Spring Hill Outfitters is very excited to be a big part of that on uh, sponsoring that event. And along with that sponsorship, we had the chance to enter into a team into the uh, tournament. And these two guys represented Spring Hill Outfitters. So uh, they got on the board, they killed a bird, and we're going to talk turkey hunting. We're in the mid, let's see, halfway point. Uh, no, we're uh, 25% of the way through turkey season in North Carolina in this area. So these guys entered uh, entered the Strut Masters, and we're going to talk some turkey hunting for a little while and, and preparing and how much fun they had at the Strut Masters. I, unfortunately, could not be a part of that event that day due to some other obligations I have. We'll talk more about later as well. But they were there, represented the store very well, had a good time, killed a bird, and uh, like you said, we're in turkey season, so we're happy. I tell you, turkey season, and I don't know what y'all feel. I, I didn't hear at the store. It seems like more and more people are getting involved in, uh, in turkey hunting. I think there's more birds around this area, so we're seeing more people uh, getting involved, more people have birds on their land. We're selling more turkey hunting stuff, guns, calls, shells, decoys, and everything. So, uh, so yeah, we're talking strut masters. So I'm going to let these guys talk. Uh, so I, I will say – uh, we they ended up hunting on our farm or outside of our farm in Hyde County, and uh, we spent a lot of time. When when did you say we first started preparing? Or I say we as a group, but we all had a hand in it. When did we start preparing for Strut Masters? April the ninth was the actual championship or I the think event. About six weeks. Yeah, I was going to say February, close, March. probably a month and a half, two months uh, prior to the season. You started getting some of your stuff in the shells and uh, yeah. and just. Uh, got our camera, started getting our cameras going and, and just getting excited, getting all of our gear and, and preparation yeah. definitely started getting uh, so that way. So. if you haven't been turkey hunting yet and you're just getting into it, you still have time. So everything we're going to talk about here the next few minutes, we did six weeks ago. But don't feel like you're out of, the, you're out of luck for this year. You still have time to, to get involved and do these things. And uh, so the season only lasts four weeks here, but we had uh, – we started, they started, you know, six weeks ago getting ready for opening day well really just really getting prepared so you you uh were one of the sponsors for the tournament and asked us um would we represent the store and we both were very excited to have that opportunity and once we agreed that we would enter as a team we started our checklist of what we needed to do and I think the the very first thing that we decided to do was where we wanted to hunt and the yep. game plan we handed. And the first thing we did do is just to put out the cameras and, and see what what we what kind of real estate we had and what birds we had and how active they were and where their strut zones were and just you know what variety of birds we had. In Hyde County, uh, I've been down there. You know, very fortunate to go down there the last couple of years to uh, duck hunt on uh, Trenton and Dad's. Um, property and beautiful property and we were able to get permission on some property behind it to uh, have some additional access for turkey hunting and and it was a great deal of challenges because all the uh, the ditches on it's just man, there's, they're deep. the canals are deep yeah. they're long and uh, the turkey population is very very healthy down there and we learned that very quickly due to the cameras and all the so we had how many cameras? We had eight, nine total? Yeah, I think so. The new Moultrie Deltas came out, and uh, they, man, they worked great and worked flawlessly, and we got them here at the store and, and uh, got them up and running and went down there. And uh, I think we had nine cameras running. Nine yeah. total. One of our biggest issues is just the bear population. is very strong down there as well, very healthy, and uh, they can detect those cameras, and, and they're, they're positive. We had some issues with yeah. bear. So there's we posted some vi- uh, videos, maybe pictures as well on our 
social media, uh, Big Black Bear in Hyde County, around our farm, on our farm, around our farm in Hyde County. And we had a couple of cameras that none of them got destroyed, I don't think, but we had some of them that were affected by uh, by a bear or two. There were some big bear, too. So, uh, But, yeah, so we had nine cameras around. And he said to Moultrie, uh, this is not an infomercial, but the, the Moultrie uh, base, the new Delta base camera they just came out with, 100 Super. bucks. Super, uh, super pitcher. Hundred bucks. They have had some issues. I will say, I, I love Moultrie, but there's been some, some speed bumps along the way the last couple of years with some issues. But I will say, if you've not tried the brand new base Moultrie camera, to give it a shot. Hundred bucks, and uh, picture quality is really good. Batteries last. Lithium batteries. Right. We found out lithium batteries last much longer. HME mounts work really well as well. Yeah. We had yeah. a bunch of those. Some HME and, mounts, hunting yeah. made easy mounts we put on. And, and uh, so we got nine cameras. And so we started six, seven weeks ago, put out a few things of corn, which obviously you can't hunt over corn, but we knew in Hyde County between the turkey and not only the turkey, but the, the deer and the bear that the corn would be all gone. So that was not an issue. We were <laughs> way clear before our 10-day window, before Absolutely. opening day. But uh, put out some corn, put out some cameras, and getting ready, preparing for the hunt. And uh, got some birds on camera. We went down there just about every week, I think, during that time. And, and uh, every weekend, moved some forth. cameras around and made sure the corn was good. And if we needed to move the corn or get some corn up or whatever. But uh, scouting, preparing, putting cameras out. So we were working six, seven weeks before opening day, getting ready. Of course, after that, uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, most people have a, a shotgun they use and you got. Uh, several options of turkey chokes as well as turkey loads, turkey shells. And so these guys, myself too, we spent a lot of time and a lot of money too, but shooting uh, different rounds, different chokes, different distances, trying to pattern the guns. I always recommend doing that too. I told somebody the other day they were going hunting for the first time. I said, you pattern your shotgun. And they said, no. I said, well, it's not the end of the world. You'll still be okay. But if, if in an ideal world, if you can before you go turkey hunting, Make sure you pattern a gun. Make sure the shells you're going to be shooting. I know they're expensive, and I mean shells are. That's a whole separate conversation. But TSS, of course, is kind of the cream of the crop right now. TSS is, you know, it's killing it. But I, I saw a while ago, like a box of three and a half inch twelve gauge TSS is like ninety bucks now yep. for five shells. So I understand it's not cheap, and you don't want to waste a lot of shells. Practicing or patterning, but I will say if you get an opportunity, it's good to pattern a gun. And I don't know if you remember the uh, the Winchester XRs, what my gun really like. Yeah, so we played with some different op- uh, options there on, on Josh's, on Kaiser's gun. And, yeah, the 835 and that, Mossberg with the Carlson choke, and it done really well. That long beard yeah. XR was – Number five. So I mean, uh, it, it, was it the best. did better than the TSS. So every gun, I tell everybody, every gun, every choke, every shell combination is different. So just because TSS works best in mine – Josh Marks may use heavy shot, works best in his, and he may use XR, X, XRs in his and work better in his. So. Yeah, I shot a Benelli with a Jeb's choke I got from here, and I shoot XRs, number mm-hmm. five, three and a half inch. And um, I patterned, I think we patterned actually three different shells that day, and we decided to, but all, well, me and you decided to go with XR, and you decided to go with a TSS. And our, uh, and our range is all the way out to, what, 50 yards. We were confident, uh, and it gave us yeah. the confidence before the preparation just in case we had to make that 50-yard shot potentially. Yeah. Uh, I think you had 39 hits, and I had yeah. somewhere around the same thing at 50 yards with the XR, and um, that's in the head in the kill zone mm-hmm. that we had. But we we, um, we shot off a stand at your house. 
Yeah. Um, we shot a few different shells. Um, I shot my son's little 410 with the TSS in it, and it it it's a game changer, like you said, for real. Yeah, TSS is uh, it's not cheap, but filet mignon's not cheap either. It sure is good to eat, though. I agree. TSS is, uh, and like I said, it's not TSS at the best. I mean, you know, we love our friends over at Federal, so TSS is great. But it all depends on what your gun likes the best, like rifle ammo and a deer hunting gun. It's nice to, you know, preparing for all this stuff, too, being so close to the store here. You know, anything we needed, we could come right back. I mean, had everything from targets to shells to, I mean, all all the gear that we needed. And I will say that's one thing, you know, I'm a little bit biased, of course, but just about everything you need for turkey hunting you can get here. We've got blinds, I mean, blinds, stools, decoys, calls, shells, guns, vests, everything you need you can find here. At Spring Hill Outfitters. So uh, so we got cameras up. We patterned the guns. We did some scouting, walking, looking. Uh, then it was game day. So uh, game day was April 9th. Saturday, April 9th was opening day, the day of the Strut Masters. And these guys went down. Y'all went down Friday night. Yeah, Friday afternoon, actually. Yeah. Friday afternoon. Yeah, did Friday some afternoon. scouting. And I don't even know what y'all did. I know y'all cooked some steaks and may have had a, a cocktail or two. I don't know that night, but – uh, what y'all do? So what y'all do the day before? How'd y'all prepare for the hunt on Friday? So I worked that night before, so I was dead. So I took a little nap, and I met him at his house at one o'clock in Princeton, and I we we took it to Hyde County. We got there, we unloaded, we got the old Ranger up and running, and we just did a little scouting and picked out. You know, we tried to get to where we had the most camera pictures, and then we tried to see where the turkeys flew up. And then once we did that, we picked out two spots. He picked number one, I picked number two, and we just came up with a game plan. And uh, we talked about, you know, access and, you know, plan B in case something were to happen. And we had our decoys. I think you were running the Avonex decoys. Yep, the Avonex, yeah. Um, I was running DSDs, and we just came up with uh, the strategy of having – you know, with the strut master, instead of teaming up like I usually do where we sit together in fellowship, this was more about the tournament. So we decided to break up and, and split up, and we we decided to hunt two different spots, one where it was a field, a green field, where you could see for, what, 300 yards? Yeah. And then, what, was that, uh, what was that field called? Uh, what would Waddell do? That's what we had named it. Uh, <laughs> Michael Waddell, uh, good friend of the store, super great guy, was hunting. And a part of the Strut Masters, and we were putting cameras out that morning. And uh, you know, WWJD, of course, we put his camera up, and and we just kind of call it WWWD. What would Waddell do? Yep. We, he, Michael Waddell inspires us. Uh, great guy, has an awesome job, and we're jealous of his job. Well, so not we, the uh, best turkey hunter in the nation. I mean, without I mean, without a doubt, he's an expert for sure. He's good. Yeah. He, so. Uh, so we, what would Waddell do? That was a what would Waddell do? And that's where Kaiser picked. Yep. That's where he laid the smoke down, too, Yeah, on he Saturday did lay morning. The smoke so, down. Uh, so they got set up Friday night, picked your spots out, went back to the cabin, hung out, cooked, socialized, and uh, got up early Saturday morning, went out to y'all's uh, respective spots. We actually got up at, I think, 4.30 that yeah, morning. Because we, we scouted all the way to 7.30. I think your bird roosted, what, right at 7.30? Right at 7.30. Right at 7.30. We, man, we, uh, we put some time in a couple hours that afternoon, and, and – uh, you're just going over the whole property, going over game plans. And biggest thing I think uh, like we've already talked about before is this is scouting so important. Them cameras, man, tell so much. You know, we're several hours away, and um, 
I mean, those Deltas are so nice, but just go right to your phone. And we had a little group chat here, and every time one of us could get a photo, we'd, we'd share it in our group chat, and uh, that's pretty much that's what we did. We got a game plan based on our scouting and, and uh, all them pictures from those cameras are so important. Yeah, yeah. so we woke up at – well, we uh, we cooked the old steak and cooked some shrimp and um, ate dinner that night. And then that next morning I think I woke up four times because I was so excited – but uh, we got up at 4.45, and we got the ranger loaded, and we actually cut a bunch of pine limbs because the place I was going to hunt was kind of out in the open. And uh, Kaiser had a saw with him, and we cut probably eight pine limbs, good brushy pine limbs to brush me in, and uh, we drove. So if you're missing a tree or a limb or two out there in the front yard of the cabin, I, yeah, yeah. I tried to cut them off at the stalk so Mr. Donnie <laughs> didn't see, but – so you got the blind all set up, ready to go, and it was Saturday, ready to go. Sun came up, and uh, actually, so I set we set up me first. We brushed me in, yep. dropped everything off. Then we drove to Kaiser's spot, dropped him off. He set up, he got logged in, and then I actually went and parked, and then I went and got in my spot. So it was like I said, I was not able to be there, uh, which we'll talk more about in a second. But I was not able to be there. I was uh, at home early the sun had not come up i swear long at all uh and i got a phone call from mr kaiser here and he already killed a turkey about what time uh, i think it was six twenty. and i didn't know the time that you know the yeah. sunrise just about i think your dad said like eight minutes prior to here and so the I sun hadn't been up the sun hadn't been up long at all and the bird popped down yeah. i should tell that story real quick i about. was set up and uh to my left was a real long path that eventually leads to some more canals and then in front of me was that field was about 300 300 yards long maybe uh, 300 yards wide, and I had a bunch of gobblers behind me and to my left. I think I had a total of four that morning, and this bird came down silent. I hadn't even called yet or anything and uh, got set in good. And What decoys did you have out? I had the Avian X, uh, half-strut Jake with the lay-down hen in the path to my left, and then I had uh, a uh, just a hen decoy, a breeder hen out there to my right, Avian X, out there in the field. So when he come down and flew down, he had seen that breeder hen, and he just come all the way across the field to that breeder hen and then uh due to the, having some brush and stuff in the way in the ditch he finally got uh could see that half strut jake and that lay down hen and he went straight to it and i think i had my bird down by 620 it was 22 yards when i ended up shooting so nice bird yeah i was very very nice grateful nice uh, very grateful for the opportunity and uh and just very thankful to be able to put one on the board for our team so, so yeah. we actually didn't see a bird fly up there we just analyzed the camera data, and that's where yep. we chose to put you. That's yep. that was your first choice. It was based on the cameras, all the camera footage, and we had scouted there two weeks before, and we had um, had heard a bunch of birds. Trent and I had seen a bunch of birds fly down, and it's crazy with those canals how those birds just they just hop those those big canals, and yep. they don't even um, put a pep in their step. They just go right over it and they rock and roll, and they use them pass. And that farm was beautiful, very well maintained. It's almost set up like a like a highway system. And them, some of them pass are a thousand yards long by 30 yards wide and it's yeah. uh it's pretty neat so it's a different place and very challenging but um and just you know, it was a good good time to hunt so. so kaiser got a bird first thing and i uh, got on the board marks had one played with his emotions a little bit got kind of behind him and, and got got caught up a little bit and thought he was gonna come maybe around this way and ended up going another way and, and yeah so uh, i called the turkey time. up and rookie mistake here out um he came up on my right, and he was strutting to my right, and then uh, I had the decoys in the path, and I just said, you know, I'll use patience and utilize it, and he'll jump this little canal, and then, 
you know, walk by me, go to the decoys, and then I'll kill him. And I, I didn't even turn to the right. And he sat there for 15 minutes spitting and drumming, and he came out behind me. But then a turkey was gobbling down the canal about 500 yards, and instead of coming to decoys, he turned around and walked the other way. And after like 10 minutes of not hearing anything, I turned around. And he would, turkey was walking away 50 yards, so I just let him roll. But, I mean, I should have just turned and got ready when the turkey was coming to me, but I figured that he would come to the decoys. So I just, you know, that was my mistake. But I still had a lot of fun. Yeah, we got a bird. Got one bird turned in, so the guys uh, ended up with a bird and took off to Farmville, locked up the cabin, went to Farmville. Well, we hunted to what day to what? One, one, one thirty. Turned in. You'll be turned in by what time? Two or three? Uh, five, yeah, five o'clock. Oh, five yeah, o'clock. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was really. Uh, yeah, five o'clock was the last time uh, for the weigh in. But Josh and I ended up riding around the players and tried to scoot and shoot on a on a strutter. He didn't like to scoot and shoot. He had a, he was out there with a hen and ended up flying off uh, across the canal. And I think we saw what only one other strutter that day. Yeah, we saw a lot, a lot of jakes. We had a Jake problem, which is good for next year, but bad for this year. Yeah. And uh, we saw a bunch of birds. But biggest thing I kind of, um, you know, hit on with Josh. Josh is big on fellowship, and one thing that we had that day was a bunch of fellowship. And him and I got to hunt the rest of the day together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll never forget, you know, walking up to his stand after picking him up after his bird and went the other way, and man, he just gave me a big old hug. Man, he was smiling from ear to ear, and he was tickled to death. And I already had called and woke up Trent. And uh, we're just excited, so we're just you know, and uh, very thankful to represent the store and, and be down there in Hyde County. So, but and we packed up. Uh, I think we picked up packed up camp road around like three o'clock and started heading to Farmville. Yeah. I think. Yeah, we we had a bird on ice in the, in the back of the truck, so we yeah, didn't waste we, the meat or anything. And we cleaned the cabin up, cleaned the fireplace out at two thirty. You got a hot shower, and we got everything packed up and rode to Snow Hill. So you got the bird turned in, and then I went by the Spring Hill. Of course, Miss Ashley was there for the store and had a little booth uh, tent set up and got some pictures there and got the bird turned in, got the board. Uh, handed board, out some koozies. Spring got the uh, koozies. bird scored, handed out some take it out. Let's take it outside koozies. And had a good experience, represented the store very well, of course, turning the bird in and getting some pictures up in front. And uh, wasn't in last, didn't come in first, but we were uh, we were we uh, had a fair chance at it. And, I think we uh, scored 54. Yeah, I think I had to pull it up here and just. Say yeah, there were some some uh, some good birds that were killed that day, and and uh, yeah, fifty four point one. Several several teams were uh, hunting, and and not all the teams, not even close to all the teams, turned into birds. So very pleased these guys turned into a very uh, a good bird and represented the store very well and had a good time in it. So uh, Strut Masters are pretty cool, pretty cool gig they got going on. This is the second year they've actually had this tournament. They've done the Pirate Classic uh, several years in the past. That's the week before that, which we were involved in too with uh, with youth. Uh, the youth day, youth tournament, I guess, same thing as Strut Masters, but for kids. And we were a part of that the the Saturday before that, April the second, uh, I guess it was. So uh, did an awesome job. The guys that put that event on did a very good job. Michael Waddell, uh, Nate Hosey, several uh, several people were there hunting, and and I uh, had a little concert that night. Had a really good event. And these guys were able to get on the board and, and represent the store and had a good time. So and I wish we could have stayed longer, but our kind of crowd was real spread out with all your other um, yeah. engagements here. Had a lot um, going on. Had a lot going on our weekends so with a lot of our spouses and friends. We all had plans to, uh, you know, hopefully stay there late late in the evening and support the Strut Masters longer. But Josh and I were tired, and like I said, uh, 
the rest of our crowd was here around your place, so yeah. we decided to come on back a little early. So. And the reason that the reason I was going to talk about this later, but the reason I was not able to be there is we had uh, ended up fortunate enough over at my other business, my weekend business over at the farm, uh, the farm at ninety five. We were able to host President Trump, uh, Mister uh, the forty fifth President of the United States, was able to come back to the farm for the second time for an event. On that same day, so it worked out where I couldn't be at the Strut Masters, but we had a pretty big event, a lot of people over, thousands of people over at the farm, and several of the family members were there and, and had a big crowd. So I was tied up literally all week with that, uh, getting ready for the president to come, and, and uh, his team was great, had a great event. I hate these guys couldn't be there because they were out slaying the turkeys representing the store, but had a really good event. That as a whole was, I mean, that's, I won't talk about it long, but it was a really, really cool experience to have him come back again. For the uh, second time, had some old friends come back that were involved. Uh, we've had him. This is his second time here. We had uh, Vice President Pence here a couple of years ago, and, and actually had his son uh, Don Jr. was here uh, this past week as well. So, but I've uh, been a busy few weeks around the farm, so I had I couldn't be at Strut Masters, but those guys uh, represented the store well, and we had a good time over at uh, over at the farm with uh, President Trump that day. So. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, my, you'll see behind me to my right. This is uh, my first turkey that I killed that Mr. Jim Williams and his crew got back. We just hung it up actually this week. It's been here for a couple of weeks and just finally hung it up. Uh, beautiful bird. Stud four year old bird. Thanks to these guys. That was last year. That was a whole one. I won't talk much about it, but that was. Uh, a fun hunt we had last year, about the same week, I think it was one year ago. It was pretty close, yeah. These guys got me on a bird, and they're the professionals, and I'm just kind of getting into the turkey hunting thing a little bit. I've done plenty of duck hunting and, and uh, deer hunting in years past. but they, Hopefully we can uh, get on a bird in the morning. It's, uh, i got to work in the morning, but these guys and another good friend of ours, uh, those three guys are going to be going in the morning, so hopefully good luck in the morning. And, yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try it again this week and try to get on another one on the same farm. But that was uh, these guys helped me out get on mine. Uh, last year, so finally got it hung up. It's just kind of hanging out, Mr. Tom. April sixteenth last year. Yeah, almost a year ago. Uh, so let's see, Josh uh, Kaiser, favorite kind of hunting duck, deer, turkey. What's your favorite? I Man, I've white-tailed hunt in Ohio. Um, of course, been to your beautiful place in Hyde County, duck hunting. We just went to Kansas here, duck hunting. And, I'm gonna be honest. I, I love it all. It's, I wish you gotta pick one. I mean, the season goes so fast. You gotta pick like, one. You gotta pick one. We prepare so much. You gotta and the pick season one. Go, it's going too fast. <laughs> you gotta and, pick uh, one. Duck, deer, or turkey? Pick one. I think I'll say turkey. Would you? I would say turkey. What's your second favorite? You gotta pick one. Duck hunting's a lot of action. And I like what I like about duck hunting is that you can talk to your buddies and kind of cut up a little bit. And, camaraderie. Uh, camaraderie. Is, you know, it's a, it's a big group effort. Man, I love. I enjoy whitetail hunting. And uh, especially in Ohio, it's I mean, it's an amazing place, but you're by yourself. It's you know, but man, turkey hunting you can go with a bunch of buddies and just a all right. So Kaiser is turkey, duck, and deer, right in that order. Yes, sir. All yep. right, Mark, what's your favorite? So bow hunting. Don't, this, uh, big don't, old no, white you keep, tails. Y'all keep trying to do more justification. Which one? What's it's your just, favorite? It's just too turkey, hard. It's hard. Duck or deer? It's very hard. No, no, it's, it's, about bow hunting. Up, it's bow hunting. Big old white tails and so deer hunting first. All right, what's and second? And then duck hunting and then turkey hunting. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought you loved turkey hunting more than that. I like going to hide. What about you? 
I, I, I'm a duck hunter all day. That's that's my go-to. And then number two, I, I'd say probably. I, I don't know. Duck hunting is is my. I'd say my passion is, and I'm more about like you said, going back to the camaraderie and the fellowship. I mean, I, I like sit. I had some of the best memories of my life with these guys and and uh, other folks under Hyde County to duck blind, drink some Hyde County coffee. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> we we introduced. The boys in Kansas to Hyde County coffee, but uh, had some great times in in Hyde County with some several different friends over the last several years. So duck hunting by far is number one. I uh, killed my first deer when I was much younger on my grandfather. Uh, I think it was 12. actually he's right here. That's not my first deer, no. It's not. No. Oh, well, one of them. Like fourth or I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it's a stud. Though. That was in Texas, but my grandpa was there at that time. But uh, I'd say probably deer hunting second, and turkey hunting third. I, I mean, I, turkey hunting's fun. And I enjoy it, but I'm asking, you know, I don't know. One thing we didn't mention, I just saw Josh uh, Kaiser's hat and thought about it. Sitka, uh, we talked about the Moultrie cameras, and we're not doing the infomercial, but we are talking about brands that we sell here at Spring Hill Outfitters. Sitka's brand-new turkey hunting collection. The Sitka Equinox turkey vest, subalpine clothes. They've got some hats, some shirts, some tops. Uh, long sleeve, short sleeve, some pants that are really, really cool for turkey hunting. If you have not checked it out, they come in timber and subalpine. The subalpine's been a hit. That's the hat that he's wearing now. It's got it's an amazing piece of, green, of equipment, man. It's great. More green in it. Um, but uh, if you have not, if you if you do turkey hunt, check out the Sitka subalpine color. They got the vest and the pants. And I like how easy. My biggest thing too is just the uh, materials. Are great. Um, so lightweight. I like the hood and the uh, the mask. I mean, you can just you're running the gun and then you can just pop the hood up and pop your mask on and you're ready to rock and roll. Man, it's, it's and the camo 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 pattern is great. I mean, you're playing yeah. right in. And it's just a nice piece, very nice piece of equipment. Uh, let's see. We're on turkey hunting still. While we're on turkey hunting, what else? I know we talked about Hyde County and and the Strut Masters and uh, uh, Josh Marks is from Virginia, which y'all knew that from last season, but he does some hunting up there and. And uh, does some hunting down here too, and got his uh, little man Chase on a bird. Yeah, a few weeks ago, Chase killed a bird and helped another young person uh, kill a bird. Yeah, right. I called up. Uh, What's her name? Abigail. Miss Abigail killed She's her. She's been trying to kill turkey. one for three years, and you know, it just worked out this year, and it it was a perfect situation. And her daddy was sitting with us, and I had Chase with us, and we just had one gun, and was. You know, Abigail was the primary shooter, and you know it just it just happened to all work out. And the turkey flew down and came to us and strutted in front of us, and she was shaking so hard when the turkey was at 50 yards. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope she hits this turkey, but she ended up, you know, shooting and killing the turkey. And it was like I felt like I had shot my first turkey. I mean, it was amazing to see her shoot one and her to get that excited and just to see. You know, youth hunters like Chase and these other young hunters that just have an addiction like we do. I mean, it just makes me so happy to see that, um, to introduce them to what turkey hunting is and how to, you know, just starting to teach them. And, um, you know, Chase is excited about going and how to call and what a Jake looks like and a bearded hen. And he's just, you know, youth hunting is what it's all about. How old were you when you killed your first turkey? I was actually squirrel hunting in the fall when 
My oh, my. why do y'all not answer my question? Y'all, I ask a question. You go to like the the, the right field. Is that, I, I mean, how old, I mean, how old the, were you when you killed your first? I, I was know, I was back in nineteen seventy three. I was I shot the, him squirrel hunting. I was playing t ball and I was <laughs> how old were you? Like 10, 12, 30, What four? Probably like twelve. We were fought. We were well, statute limitations expired. So <laughs> yeah. any any stories you need to tell? Yeah, we can I mean, get it out. I shot him out the tree. It was old Jake when we were squirrel hunting. I smoked him out the tree. So twelve ish. How about you? When did you kill your first turkey? I actually got into hunting really late. Uh, we're in college at Mount Olive, and I didn't kill my first deer. I think I was 19, and I didn't. I've only been turkey hunting, uh, I think, five years going on now. So I, I, was, got, I was 33, so I got y'all beat. Yeah. Uh, no, well, one thing. Hey, just, we were both there for your first turkey. You were, dog. Yeah. One thing he mentioned about being in college, I just thought about this funny story. So Josh and I were actually in school together at Mount Olive. Back then, it was Mount Olive College. Back in the old days, now it's the University of Mount Olive. But same business department. Uh, business department, same classes, same professors, had no clue who each other were, didn't didn't cross – well, we probably did cross paths, but didn't know each other. And, and uh, several, several years later, he decided to get a government job in, in Johnson County, and we crossed paths and met and, and became friends and had no idea. We were at school together at the same time, probably the same classes, same friends. His roommate was a friend of mine and never knew it. Here we are. Well, it's pretty awesome how things kind of full circle of time. Yeah. We're getting old. Yep. We're Funny getting on turkeys and ducks, and then uh, on my first podcast. Doing podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great. I met him when I was in college. We became buddies on day one. Yep. Anything else on turkey hunting? We're getting on minute number 33 of this podcast. Anything else we I'd can I'd say add? close out. Biggest thing is preparation for one. And have some good gear. Of course, buy it from Spring Hill Outfitters. And, uh, and just be ready for that moment because, man, turkeys can pop out at any, any, any time, at any moment. And when you think the hunt's over, like last year, honestly, when uh, Trent killed his bird, I thought the hunt was over. Josh had made a heck of a move to scare some jakes off. Uh, the decoy pile, we, we cut the distance in half, and within a few minutes, Trent had killed his uh, not only first bird, but a heck of a nice bird. And uh, I thought the hunt was over. So you always got to be prepared to move, make adjustments, and uh, – it ain't always going to happen where the bird comes down right off the roost, and you know you got to be prepared to work. You know, turkey hunting's a lot of work. So. Yeah, yeah. But preparation and uh, preparation, good gear, man. I agree with that. I think, you know, when you're down and out, just have patience and continue Absolutely. to just, you know, work the birds. And you know, it doesn't always work out, but at least you know, I'm not the, I'm not a. I wouldn't say I'm the best turkey hunter. I wouldn't even say I'm a good turkey hunter, but I'm consistent. What would you say? You're a consistent turkey hunter. I'm a consistent turkey hunter. I've learned a lot. I learned a lot from my buddy. Um, but it's it's came from a lot of wrongs. Just like I told you the other day, on the first day when I called that turkey up and he came on my right, instead of facing the daggone decoys, I should have turned to the right and prepared to shoot him. But, you know, that's an error that I made. Um in turkey hunting, you can't take a lot of, you know, it's not a lot of watching. As soon as you can commit to taking the bird, you need to take him because a lot of things can change quick. One thing we mentioned a while ago, uh, cooking, you kill a turkey and you cook a turkey. And what was your thoughts while ago? What did you say about uh, cooking turkey legs? I want to hear this. Let's hear that again. You said something about turkey legs tasted like what? Uh, I don't like to eat turkey legs. That's what I said. I, I love eat, I love deep frying them turkey breasts. I think it's... I put in some buttermilk, salt and pepper, and uh, some Polynesian sauce, and you, you think you're at Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's it's amazing. They don't serve and, turkey uh, at Chick-fil-A. 
as well. This turkey filet. Well, wild turkey is awesome. And uh, <laughs> I hope to have, you know, we get some guys together at your house and uh, be able to eat that turkey that we killed under hide. All that work, I like to, hard work was spent. I like to breast mine out, soak it in water for two days, change out each day, and then cut mine in strips and then chunk it up, put it in um, some Italian dressing for about four hours, and then I wrap it in bacon and then put a little – the seasoning you got at the store. Bobby Flay over here. Yeah, Bobby That's Flay. Right. Bobby Flay yeah. Marks. Yeah, and I cook it on the Traeger, and it's like medallions. Well, you missed some good food at High County. We had asparagus, steak. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, Thank you all. What else did we have that night? We had a baked potato, mac and cheese, and then steak. We were so full, we ended up using the steak the next day for steak and eggs. When we got done, we ended up having steak and eggs, I think, around 1, 1 o'clock nice. or one thirty when we got well, done. I was so, working. Y'all were eating steak and eggs. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very nice, and – it was it was good. Went. We killed some hogs earlier this week. Talking about killing stuff uh, earlier in this week, we had a little hog shooting. Had a couple of you know we got a wild hog trap. I thought about hog hunting before. But we had a quick little shoot earlier this week. Kind of midday. It's kind of weird. Midday trap door went down and killed uh, five. I Josh, killed my first hog today. Josh Marks. Kill all five, which brought our total up to forty-five. For What's the, the uh, limit here? I didn't know you were now. keeping the count. Trap on. forty-five in the trap. Uh, yeah, Davis, uh, Davis, and Darren D and D hog trap extraordinaires have put together an awesome trap over there. We killed the forty-fifth hog in the trap today, so or this week, not today. But uh, it's a beautiful farm, and yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. It's amazing how fast they reproduce and, yeah. and grow. I mean, some of them pictures from the moultries that. Uh, and they're just little babies within a couple of weeks, man. They're getting big, and before you know it, man, they're, they're already reproducing There's themselves. Of, more small ones than big ones. We've killed more not grown. Well, than them we big ones grown. are smart. The they, bigger ones so like smart. Like deer, yeah. Little Miss Piggy was over there today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else. Uh, Joe got married again. Uh, he's been married twice to the same woman. My man, Joe. Joe was uh, always loved Joe, and always give a shout out to Joe. Funny story, Joe. Had a wedding schedule for December of 2020, and due to COVID-19, had to cancel the wedding celebration, but didn't cancel the wedding ceremony. Got married at a his wife's family farm, surrounded by their closest family members in December of 2020, and didn't tell a lot of people. Kind of kept it secret. Had their wedding this past Saturday, and it was at the farm at 42, and asked me to officiate the wedding, because why would you not want me? To officiate your wedding. How'd that I go? I tell you that. People boy. laugh. I don't know why they're laughing. It was great, actually. I messed up a few words to begin with, but I overcame that. And uh, it was great. So, uh, did you dance any? I, did, I danced a little bit. You look sharp, though. Yeah, I was trying to fit the bill. So, I was, very I was uh, officiating my first wedding, Joe and Allison, otherwise known as Allie. Congrats on your second wedding. Go ahead. Congrats, my man. <laughs> Uh, had that this past Saturday uh, Had a great ceremony I was happy to be a part of it Thanks for letting uh, the farm be a part of it And thanks for letting me officiate the wedding and Trenton Van me. Tassel, Speaker of the House <laughs> It all went well And uh, congrats to Joel uh, Let's see, mentioned Trump a while ago I do want to give a quick shout out Had some old friends come back into town That I met before And some new friends Aaron, my buddy Aaron uh, Who was here back in 2020 When Vice President Pence was here was back again, and him and I hung out pretty much all weekend and had a good time. So I want to give a shout-out to Aaron as well as all the team that was here uh, on the ground all week, some great folks. Uh, we had 
Jcap and Justin and Chris and Miss Emily and Ron. Ron was one of my favorite guys. Ron was awesome. He was uh, worked with the United States Secret Service. Super nice guy. Loved to farm, and he was a blessing to be around. We shot some guns and had some had some fun. So we appreciate what they do. Yeah, Absolutely. pretty cool. It's uh, it's very unique, and we could do a whole podcast probably on that event. But the United States Secret Service has several different divisions and and uh, several different guys and gals. Miss Brittany, of course, she was here as well, and Scott and all those guys, and and um, super nice people have a very important job to do, and uh, super nice. Got along great. Had a great time. Shot some stuff, ate some stuff. Patrick from Gamato Joe came down and cooked up a spread of food for us, and we and fed Patrick can cook. And fed, uh, like forty, cook. forty something people over at the house, and mm. so uh, had a great time. And want to give a shout out to all those fine folks who helped out with that event. I will say, a week from tomorrow, Saturday, April the thirtieth, two big events happen in, in this area: Kamado Joe Day at Spring Hill Outfitters. Patrick will be here. Speaking of Patrick. Doing some demos that morning from 11 to 1-ish, maybe 2-ish, on the Kamado Joe. He's going to be giving away free food. If nothing else, come eat free food, but also see how the Kamado Joe grill works. And buy a grill. That's the point of us doing that event. So you come buy a new grill or buy some charcoal or buy an accessory or buy something. Kamado Joe Day, Saturday, April the 30th, will be taking the place here at Spring Hill Outfitters, which will be happening right across the road from the ninth annual Beach Fest, presented by Yeti. The Farm at 95, always one of my favorite shows of the year. That's my side job. I make my side money, my weekend job to farm. We do Beach Fest every April. Josh Marks is always VIP backstage. What else is happening in April? What do you mean? Is there any other big events that are happening in April? Not to my knowledge. Are you sure? Why are you, what are you talking about? Um, isn't it your birthday? <laughs> my birthday. We're not talking about my birthday. So come that, Saturday. My Venmo. Yeah, if you can Venmo me for my birthday while we're on that subject. My Venmo. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, my birthday's coming up. How uh, old are you? Get birthday? That's kind of like a, you know. It's a big deal. I survived big, another year. Big three five, right? That's a big deal. 35. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Time's going by Ooh. fast. <laughs> Time's going by fast. I don't, know where it's, I don't know where it's going. It's going by faster and faster. If you want to go to Beach Fest, go to thefarmnc.com. Get your tickets. I'll be singing. Josh Marks is a special guest. I'm intro. He'll be closing the show, actually, so we're yeah. not ready to leave. He'll be running y'all out of the field. What else before we conclude this great episode of Taking It Outside? What's on y'all's heart or mind that we need to share with the listeners with under 30 seconds? I think the biggest thing is uh, – I like the youth. I like what Josh was talking about earlier. Man. Take your kid hunting. Man, take these kids and uh, take a kid fishing or hunting. Especially yeah. how these generations are changing everything that's going on in the world today. I'm not going to get into talking into politics, but uh, I like what Josh is doing. Man, his little man um, getting exposed to what he's doing. And he's exposing other children, and um, it's great, man. I just commend you for what you're doing with these younger youth. I think it's great. We've got uh, got some interest in some people that have talked about doing hosting a, a youth hunting. Which I mentioned a while ago, they do the Pirate Classic. But we got some interest in some guys doing a uh, a youth hunting tournament back this way, maybe next year. So we'll see how that turns out. But uh, if you ever get the opportunity to take a kid hunting, turkey hunting, duck hunting, deer hunting, fishing, if you have a kid that wants to do those things and don't have the means to do so, let us know, and we'll try to find a mentor to uh, absolutely find good a good mentor. Mentors are hard to find, and I think they're very important yeah. in this world. Yeah. Sure. And the thing about it is, mentor. you don't have to really take a kid hunting. 
But get them outside. Get them, get them shooting a bow. Get them shooting a shotgun. I mean, that's what it's all about is, you know, getting these youth outside and exposed to nature and just get them, you know, outside hunting and fishing. I mean, right now the bass are on the bed, and you can get some red wigglers and take a kid fishing, and you catch a brim. And if you see the face on a four-year-old that's never caught a fish, I mean, it's just – it makes my day. And to see, like, youth – shoot their first turkey like Abigail when she shot that turkey. I mean, that was like me killing a 170-inch buck. I mean, it was just amazing. So a red wiggler? Yeah, that's well, – they, we, the they got the state record brim out here behind the – Behind oh, the whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Easy. Oh, oh, don't be – But the whole point of it is, is you know, take youth outside. And, yeah. and whether you're fishing or hunting or something, just expose them. Take them outside and – that needs you to know, be the logo for next year's youth tournament. Take the youth outside. We yeah. should say take yeah. it outside more often. I don't know why I hadn't thought about that before now. Yeah. Take the youth outside needs to be the, the logo for next year's tournament. I'm excited. It's still turkey season, and my son has got a, a couple more tags, so hopefully he'll whack a couple more. Cool. Well, take a kid fishing, take a kid hunting. If you don't do that, take them outside. Get them in the outdoors. Cut the iPad off. Cut Angry Birds off. Cut off the Superbox, Nintendo X. Box game, cast game, cube game, Nintendo, whatever you got, and come to Spring whatever Hill and buy some have. stuff, man. Come, come man, shop with us. Man, Spring Hill's got some awesome stuff. Man, they got the top notch everything. Yeah. Everything is top notch brands of anything hunting, fishing, and uh, guns. Man, they got it here at yep. school. SpringHillOutfitters.com. You can shop with us right there, right now, right now, wherever you're at listening, and you get done with this podcast. Go to SpringHillOutfitters.com. I will say, all the spring and summertime gear is coming in. Kamado Joe Grills, close to sunglasses, Columbia Apparel, Yeti. Uh, you see a brand new offshore blue color here for spring, and I will say there's another color that's downstairs that we can't talk about because Yeti won't let us, but it's here. I can't say that. So if you come by, this is offshore brim, freshwater brim color. <laughs> if you haven't been by the store the last couple of days, come by and check out a brand new color that you don't see anywhere. Nobody's got it but us. Can't talk about it, but it's here. Come by. Uh, not even on the springhilloutfitters.com yet. You have to come in store. But uh, shop with us online. We do uh, love helping out the youth and the community, and we shop local. And I uh, recommend you shopping local wherever you may be. Uh, eat local, shop local, go to the local grocery store, buy gas from the local gas station, try to shop local all you can. That's important to us. And uh, the money stays here. We buy plates from the fire department on Saturday. And the church is on Friday and, and do what we can. So I uh, always appreciate the love. Thanks to these guys for being here. It's been a great 46-on-minute episode. And my contract was only for 32, so we went over a little bit. I have to talk to your agent about that. <laughs> uh, thanks to Josh and Josh for being here and supporting the store. Represent the store and Strutmasters. They did a great job. Yeah. And uh, com, all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Check us out. Thanks again to Joe, the newly remarried, married again, not remarried, newly married again, Joe. Congrats to him and Miss Allie on their awesome wedding. My man, Joe. Thanks to all he does for taking an outside podcast. We are having episodes that drop on Friday mornings, not every Friday morning, only certain Friday mornings. Keep an eye on our social media when new episodes come out. We've got some great episodes planned. We're going to go through, take the season through, probably Memorial Day. Get through turkey hunting and kick off summertime and grilling and chilling and yetting and cooking and and the big rock, big rocking and all kinds of fun stuff coming up. So uh, make sure you stay tuned, subscribe, rate, 
review, all that kind of good stuff. Show us some love. We'll take all the love we can get. What else? Y'all good? Uh, all hearts and minds are clear. Glad to be here. Had a great time, and thank you, and hope yep. we'll, uh, hopefully come back. Check us out, springhilloutfitters.com. Check us out, I-95 exit 101, halfway between Smithfield and Wilson and halfway between Miami and Maine. Don't count the miles, but I'm guessing we're close to halfway between Miami and Maine. You can find us right here on Interstate 95. Guns, 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 ammo, and freedom is what we're all about here at Spring Hill Outfitters. We always love when y'all listen. Thanks for being here. Can't wait to see y'all again next episode. But until then, take it outside. Don't forget to take it outside. And also take a youth hunting or fish. Absolutely. And take it outside. That's the end with that. It's part of the contract. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all. <laughs>